Welcome back to Health and Wellbeing. We've got uh, Yvonne O'Sullivan subbing for uh, Peter Mullen today. He's off, so automatically the program's improved. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> well, thank you. A guide to detoxing today. Uh, it's one of those buzzwords, isn't it? And we think we've got our head around it. But in essence, uh, Yvonne, what is a detox? First of all, I want to say that detoxification isn't something that you just do now and then. It's something that happens in your body on an ongoing basis. Your, your liver, your kidneys, your gut, your skin work tirelessly to detoxify potentially harmful substances that you're exposed to on an everyday basis. That's kind of what they just do, you know, 24-7 anyway. That's their job. Cool. That's their job. And, and in, they do this because they, they're trying to minimise the, you know, the damage that these substances can cause and, and get them out of your body as, as quickly as possible. And Do you kind of reckon that those parts of our body look to the rest of us, look to our brain, look to our mouth and go, oh... Look, what are you doing to them? What are you doing? They're saying, give me a break. You know, I'm not getting paid for this overtime. I'm on salary. That's uh, what they're thinking. Well, absolutely. <laughs> and, and look, a good detox program should have two basic aims, Mark. They should, firstly, one, aim to reduce your exposure to these substances, and number two, support the natural detoxification processes by introducing new healthy habits into your daily routine. Okay, which uh, essentially can be a lot harder than... Than, than you think, isn't it? Those, getting over the hurdle. Those harmful substances are everywhere. You're absolutely right. So why actually do we need to, to do the detox? I mean, apart from the, the obvious that the, all the harmful substances are in there, in there, in there in, into our system, um, how do we sort of move from there? Well, sometimes sometimes we fall behind in our work, don't we, Mark? We, we, don't, we have a bit of a backlog, we don't keep up, and, and these systems are exactly the same. Because we're exposed to these you know, stressors through our diet or our environment, it's really possible for these natural detoxification processes just to become over, overworked and backlogged. And so after, this backlog can make you feel tired, sluggish, run down, you can get bloated, maybe some constipation or other gut issues, and sometimes it can even make you more vulnerable to getting sick. So I guess there's sort of some of the key things that come up and go, look, I'm feeling this way, so it's a chance to have a look at. Is it quite often one of the first things that we should be looking at, um, a detox-type situation? Look, it's it's always good to talk to your practitioner about this sort of thing because clearly these symptoms can indicate other things. But sh- for sure, detox can be indicated in many of these symptoms. A pretty wide topic, a guide to detoxing, and we've sort of covered a little bit earlier, Yvonne, I guess some of the reasons why we need to do it. Um, I guess this is where we sort of really delve a little deeper and have a look at some of the toxins that we're trying to get rid of. And I know we could spend all day on them, but um, at the checklist, which you've got a checklist which we'll get to around the home, and that is going to be very, very enlightening. Uh, first up, some of the the, uh, the heavy-hitting things that we can be uh, taking a look of to try and get out while we're detoxing. Of course, we start with food and drink. Okay, yeah, food and drink is, you know, things that we put into our mouth, we breathe in or we rub on our bodies, these things are generally where we're going to find toxins. Um, Processed foods, and again, I'm sorry, alcohol (laughs) gets gets the bum rush again, Uh, coffee and and tea, and um, there's air pollution. Obviously, we breathe that in when we're stuck in traffic in the morning. Now, that's kind of one that you can't really do a lot about. I mean, the food, yeah, food, and you can monitor your alcohol, all of that sort of stuff, but... But, I mean, if, if the air quality is bad in your area, you, you're kind of stuffed. You're kind of snookered on that one. You, you can be. I mean, although all our cars have got filters in them now that are pretty good. True. Uh, but I don't know what you're breathing in from the air conditioning. So there could be a bit of a double-edged sword there as well. So when you say that, as in um, our air conditioning, how was that a factor? Yeah, there's just certain chemicals that are used in that system as well that we might okay. also be breathing in. So, so would that be from 
car air conditioners or also like home units? Probably just car ones. I'm not okay. really an expert on the air conditioning. Probably okay. more the the stuff they put in there. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> but uh, cosmetics and cleaning products. Uh, you know, they say that the average woman puts about 200 chemicals on her body before her first cup of coffee every morning. Thankfully, I'm not one of those women. I don't do anything before my first cup of coffee, Mark. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) So cosmetic and and cleaning products, the stuff to make us and our surroundings look beautiful, um, there's a bit of a, a hidden edge to it. Absolutely. There can be. There's, there can have a lot of um, antibacterial agents in there, um, perfumes and fragrances in there that have got nasty chemicals. We won't go into the names of them. Mm. Um, for sure, the herbicides and pesticides, the ones we use around our house, but also maybe the ones that are sprayed on our foods as they're being grown. And, and this is a, another one of the tricky ones too because um, you can be eating your fruit and veggies and these are the very things that are going to be hit with some of those, uh, some of those um, uh, added nasties. Yeah, absolutely. So that's why we often, you know, say to choose organic whenever possible or, you know, better still grow your own, you know, in little pots around the house. Fair enough. <laughs> now, medication, that's what exactly do I mean like that? Obviously, there's no suggestion that you go off any uh, medication that you Certainly need not. to be taking. Certainly not. But certain medications, you know, do go via the liver and are detoxified in the liver area. And that, of course, just adds workload uh, to the liver's job there. Okay. Uh, then we sort of get into the nitty-gritty and around the house, don't we? Um, you're saying heavy metals found in, in plumbing. How is that affecting uh, Yeah, so you've got some, some pl- piping and so forth with your plumbing, some of your plumbing mm. materials. Old paint is a classic one that most of us know about, so there's lead in some of the old paint if you've got some nice old houses around. Um, aluminium-based cookware is a classic one. Most of us are using stainless steel these days, which is much better, but um, also you'll find aluminium in your deodorants and often we wrap our food in tin foil, mm-hmm. which is aluminium. And, of course, then there's some seafoods that are pretty high in heavy metals as well. Uh, are there a couple of popular ones that come to mind? Yes, yeah, swordfish, tuna, those sorts of things. You also have to look at your crustaceans and be a little careful with those. Um, apparently, uh, we also need to have a look at our own gut bacteria. So <sighs> is this this is kind of what, what it's our own body. Yeah, it's working against us. <laughs> it can do. So if your gut health, and I know Peter loves to talk about gut health, yeah. if your gut health is out of balance, it can produce harmful chemicals right there in your body that, can be potentially doing you harm. When you look at gut health, though, would that also be a case of if we get the other stuff right, that gets the gut right, so therefore that should minimise that? No, it's the other way around normally. Normally you okay. get the gut right and you get the those filtrations. Oh, sorry, those filtration. but, but I mean if we're, if we're sort of, if we're canning all of those toxins, if we're stopping those from coming in, that gets the gut it certainly yeah. helps. It certainly helps. helps. It won't get it right, but okay. it certainly helps reduce the load. All right. Now, this is this uh, checklist you've been sort of highlighting. So once we've sort of got rid of a lot of those things that might be very uh, obvious or almost obvious, uh, what are some of the things in the home that might be suddenly working in terms of in terms of um, needing a detox? So let's, do you want to work around the house? Let's go around the house. We've Please got, say, do. In the kitchen, yeah. you might be drinking plenty of water, but is it filtered water? Because there's quite a few chemicals in our water. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those chemicals can throw that gut health out. Plastic wrap. I also already mentioned aluminium foil and those plastic drink bottles. Not good. Now, I think that the drink bottles can be can be kind of easy to get rid of, I suppose, with the change. But the other stuff, that is so hard. I mean, the, the tin foil, well, the aluminium foil and the plastic wrap. 
Um, gee, I'm thinking my own kitchen drawer now. You kind of live and die by that stuff. Yeah, we sort of have. I suppose since the birth of Tupperware many, many years ago, we all started putting everything in plastic, didn't we, and wrapping yeah. everything in cling film. But there are glass options. There are also reusable coverings that you can get that are really much more affordable in the long term. Um, and, of course, putting your food into plastic and then popping it in the microwave is like a double whammy. That's a no-no because that will definitely bring out those chemicals. So that's the, that's the kitchen there. Um, under the sink... Let's not forget that. So you've got your kitchen and your laundry cleaning products, um, your insecticides, your insect baits, and even that floor wax and polish uh, is no good. In the bathroom, girls, girls, soaps, shampoos, conditioners, moisturisers. Hang on, the rest lotion. of us use those. We all do. You? I'm so sorry. Manscaping, your creams, lotions, and cosmetics, Mark. Uh, and, of course, then we've got the nail polish, the perfumes, and, and things like those deep, insect mm. repellents that we're going to be all using very soon, they can introduce excess toxins. Okay. Anything else on that list? Uh, the no, bedroom very... doesn't get away scot-free. Always make sure you wash those sheets when you buy them new. Those memory foam pillows can be potentially harmful. Heading into the garage, well, there are just a lot of toxins. Solvents, paints, uh, again, rodent killers, lubricants, petrol, and the list goes on. So the perfect detox is simply just to not go home. <laughs> Or go anywhere in your car because you are car air conditioned or have a shot at you then. Uh, detox, our perfect guide to detoxing. Yvonne, we went through a whole lot of stuff uh, last time. Pretty much everywhere we look uh, in our environment uh, around us, everything is there and everything potentially is toxin related. So um, I guess where's the life trade off with this that all of this stuff that's supposedly making us, giving us a better quality of life versus what it can do to us? So where's, where's the trade off on this? And that's right. The, the, the chemicals we're exposed to do give us a better quality of life, but it's not all doom and gloom. And it just means that a couple of times a year, you should just aim to spring clean your body. So clean out some of those bad habits that you've accumulated, like that second drawer in your kitchen, and replace them with healthy habits. So take out the garbage a couple of times a year. Take out the garbage, that's right. So for diet, for example, there are certain foods that will boost your natural detox processes. So onion, garlic, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, everyone's favourite. I don't cabbage. mind Brussels sprouts. I don't I know what the them. thing is with them. Love the people them. hate them. They're, they're like a, this much maligned food. The really tiny ones. Discover the best. Oh, they're really nice. They're a bit sweeter. So we'll I'm trade those. some reci- re- recipes later, I think. <laughs> uh, it's, it's also important to eat as many different colours as you can, Mark. Mm. So get the rainbow. Eat the rainbow, they say, and that'll give you lots of nutrients and a broad spectrum of antioxidants as well. And choose organic wherever possible, as I said earlier. So I guess by starting with these simple things in the diet, these are kind of, if you sort of get a lot of these foods in and make the slight changes, it's almost cheating the process, isn't it? Because that's a lot of stuff that's fairly easy Absolutely. And it's stuff you can do every single day, not just when you're detoxing, and you're just reducing that load every day. So when you do do your spring clean, it's just not going to take you as long to get through it. Some of the lifestyle factors can be a little bit harder. And I know we're going to talk exercise now. Well, yeah, unfortunately, we can't get around it, Mark. We do need to exercise. It promotes good circulation. It gets and it helps us be a little more efficient getting rid of that waste material. So just need to go for a walk. So we're, we're sort of what, jumping around, getting everything moving, everything moves. Correct. That that's that's absolutely correct. And um, also increasing your intake of filtered or purified water to about two litres a day is a great way to flush out toxins. Uh, we'll put our OH&S hard hats on now and talk some of the environmental stuff. I've got to say, this is somewhere where I personally fall down a lot. I, I'm really bad at putting on a pair of gloves when I'm using cleaning products, but it's exactly what we should be doing. You know, And sometimes masks, depending 
offending if there's fumes with solvents and so forth or pesticides. Just put a pair of gloves on and maybe a mask. Yeah, I got to, when you're looking at the um, the gloves, you've got to say never do it. No, I'm terrible. Should do it. Probably don't. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Um, again, some other things nutritionally we can have a bit of a look at too that uh, that are certainly a part of our detox uh, concept today. So, so some nutritional supplements will really help your cause, but it really is very important that you're using high-quality, clean supplements because, of course, you don't want to be introducing more bad stuff into your body when you're trying to give it a spring clean. So <laughs> Replace bad with bad. That's Love correct. It. So, you know, a lot of a lot of those things out there aren't necessarily the best quality, but I, I always like to start with a product, Mark, I call the weed killer. It's, it's, a, it's a great nickname for this product. It just gets rid of those gut bugs that might be causing health issues from the inside, like that wind and that bloating and those maybe those sugar cravings, um, and a high-quality, highly-researched probiotic that's fit to purpose can also get that gut health on track if anybody is wanting to uh, start a detox process and, and i know we sort of we sort of breeze through a lot of this stuff and oh yeah it all sounds very easy but f- as with any sort of process if most of us haven't got a clue what what to, where to start how to start um a chat with your naturopath can certainly get you on the road to opening up that process and maybe exploring some of the things you should be doing earlier Absolutely. And there are some people, obviously, who shouldn't be detoxing, like if you're pregnant, for example, or breastfeeding, you probably shouldn't be detoxing at that point. And of course, there are other people and a guided detox is definitely the best way to go because we can make sure that your detox plan is tailored to your personal needs and your best outcomes. It's interesting that you mentioned some, that almost seems a bit of a conundrum to me that some people are in a category where they should not be detoxing. So... Um, what is what is it about those groups that mean that they should not be taking toxins out of their body? You know, it was a shock for me to find this out, but I I, uh, I found out some years ago at a big uh, international symposium that our bodies... Oh, talk fest. Ah, yes. Yeah, very exciting yeah. stuff. Days and days of it. And uh, there was this one expert made a comment that never occurred to me, and that is that a woman's body sees a baby as a temporary vessel. And so if there's a lot of toxins to get rid of, guess who's getting it? So when, when the baby leaves, so do to a lot of those toxins. So it's a really good idea oh, okay. not to be detoxing when you're pregnant. There you go. Wouldn't, again, that's your body working against you. <laughs> well, it can do. It, it can be a real traitor, yeah. Mark. Yeah. Mine certainly can be. Mm, not a bad spot to leave it. All right, Yvonne, thank you so much for coming. <laughs> I think the last spot and that walk around the, walk around the home with that checklist is probably the big ones for us today. Uh, Yvonne O'Sullivan, thank you for a guide to detoxing today. Appreciate it. Thanks, Mark. Stay healthy. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.